to the Divorce Devil Podcast. I'm David. And I'm Rachel. Follow us as we dive into all the positive and negatives of post-divorce recovery. Stay tuned for some real and sometimes raw end-of-the-road divorce topics. Please put on your big pants because we're full of honesty, authenticity, and irrefutable truths. This progressive podcast ain't for the faint-hearted. Enjoy. Ten attack three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome everybody out there to Divorce Devil episode 99. We have Yay. almost a hundred. Almost. Almost a hundred. So today we're talking about what? Top this- six attitudes that can definitely derail your divorce recovery. Attitude. Attitude is the key. Attitude That's why I'm like attitude is the first step of recovering, I think. What do you think? Um, yeah, because you have to get that attitude to be like, I'm out. That's the yeah. like the first one is like I have to be selfish and get out of the situation. I have to be um I gotta take control. I have to I may have to be a little more salty than I normally am. Or selfish. Um, yeah, you have to be selfish to be like, I have to take care of myself. And in order to be a more healthy version of myself, um, I need to I need to do what's good for me. Right? Did I tell you it's no shave November? Ooh, does that go for both girls and boys? Yep. Yep. You need to have uh, Velcro legs by the end of November. Problem is, I always have that, and unless Lance complains, I'm not shaving my legs. I call myself the Yeti. He's not going to complain when it's warm in the bed, baby. (laughs) Fuzzy's good. (laughs) Anyway, back to fuzzy legs. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that's what we're talking about. I just say, hey, it's Yeti season. So, so what's a so? I think an attitude that will derail it is let's let's start with my favorite anger. Yeah. That that right there will derail it. It it won't get you focused. You won't center on what you need to do because you're so worried about what's the other person doing. Why yeah. they do that to me? Why 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 will just derail your post recovery, post recovery, post recovery divorce um, efforts? I think one person is definitely selfish, especially, and it depends on your role. Did you leave? Did, were you the one that was forced to leave or did someone else ask for it? Did you ask for it? Um, so you're selfish and the other one is probably angry. So you have two different like polar experiences. Um, if you're being selfish and I'm mad at you, now I'm more mad at you because you're selfish, but I'm not, I'm not concerned about why you're being selfish because I'm angry. So there's no communication. There's no, um, it's my side versus your side and you either need to pick a side or I'm angry at you too. So I think anger is one of those really, really big ones because it encompasses a lot of different attitudes that you go through. Cause like you might be 
angry in the beginning that you had to leave, or you might be angry that your spouse left. And so there's degrees of angry and, you know, finding out like new stuff, like, oh shit, I didn't fucking know that because I was naive and now I'm angry. Um, angry that you don't get to celebrate Christmas with the family you're supposed to. So there's levels and different, I think anger just is one of those. It really just sticks with you for a long time until you've healed a little bit because every day you can be a little angry. We're like, Every day you may not be happy and every day you may not be able to be selfish because you have kids and you have to get out of bed and you have to go to work and you have to do this. So I think anger can just sit and it doesn't allow you to move forward. So you have to you have to learn how to get less angry. So another one in relation to that is letting it go. That's a tough one, too. Yeah. Not, not worrying about what the other person's doing, yeah. how, how, how they feel. Um mm-hmm. That's a that's a hard one. That was that was one of my biggest ones next to anger. Well, and I I think letting it go too is also have I tried every single thing to forget that person? Because you almost have to I just saw this thing like I am not a Kardashian follow. I know their names, but I am not Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I have a 21-year-old daughter who informs me about Kylie's lipstick or some makeup, or I don't know. But um, Khloe Kardashian just said she had to unlove her ex-husband because she loves him because he's the father of her children. She loves parts of him, but she has to unlove all those with, you know, her anger and her, um, you know, her, what's the word, you know, I can't think of it right now because my brain just stopped. No, not hate. Her disappointment in the person that she picked to be her husband and her the father of her children. So she had to learn to how to she had to learn to unlove him. And she's still doing that because there'll be times like, oh my God, I remember that time we went on the vacation. We had a great time. It was all us and blah blah blah. It was we were all encompassed and we were all um apparently that's my word today, encompassed. Okay. Encompassing. Um, totally. um, um <laughs> Are you praying? I'm not singing today. I'm, I'm just, just praying. You're bringing in all of from left. Are you to right? Are you part of the Illuminati? Because that looks yes. like that symbol. Oh. <laughs> um, no. So you have to. Two hands. I feel like help you're... me, help me, help me! Cry for the hunter, shoot me dead. Little rabbit, come inside. Safety to abide. Anyway. Um... <laughs> That was a camp song. Sorry. For uh, old people. <laughs> camp. You know when you tell camp stories? Baby. like You know how you tell like ghost stories? Camp at a, at a, 70s, baby. Oh, yeah. Well, listen. So when you tell camp stories, they're always like passed down to generation. Did you start them? <laughs> wow. So anyway, so we got, we got anger, number one. Mm-hmm. Number two is. I, wait, you're asking me? Or t- yes, yes, yes. Number two is. Not letting um, go. Selfish, selfish, selfish. Selfishness. Number um, three is not letting go. Not letting go. I think a big attitude is narcissism, which leads oh. to um, people being angry and deciding like, I need to get out of this so I'm not in an abusive relationship or a narcissistic relationship. I need to get back some control. So that's where the selfishness comes in. Um, if you're not selfish and you're in a narcissistic relationship and there's degrees of narcissism, we know we've discussed these in past podcasts. Right. Um, and there's that covert one where the outside world doesn't see it, but it's ha- hot and heavy in, in the house. And so 
I think narcissism, you have to, the other person has to be selfish and going, you know what? Just narcissism's not going to change. Their anger is not going to change. Their selfishness isn't going to change. So the only way there's going to be any happy medium or any happiness is if I become almost a little narcissistic, a little, I don't know necessarily narcissistic, but I have to control my situation. I have to control my anger and I have to control myself. Like I have to be selfish because, um, that's what I'm, that's what I'm seeing. And so I can't let that affect me because I'm not going to be able to move on if I'm stuck in that narcissistic, um, role. And a lot of times narcissists feed on empaths and people who are super emotional want to fix the other person and generally the super kind and like, oh, I can't hurt his feelings. Well, that is what's happening in narcissism. All your feelings are not that nothing, they don't care about your feelings. And so you have to want to have a happy life. And like we've said before, happiness is worth the effort. And a lot of times getting out of a narcissistic relationship is, you know, safety, um, emotional, physical, there's a lot of things that go into it. So I think narcissism, one of those that definitely can hinder your healing and your process of divorce, because they're going to make you look like the fucking asshole. And they, you made yep. them act like that. And it's your fault that they act like that. And they don't act like that with anybody else. Well, there's they don't want to have Remember yeah. gaslighting too, making the, making you think you're crazy. Yeah. And they don't want anybody else it. to know that they're crazy, but they're going to yep. tell everybody that you're crazy. So I think narcissism is one of those big, like, that's huge. That's a big attitude. Because there's a oh. lot of personalities that That's go. Not a thing. I'm clapping this time. Uh, what about I'm attitude, so smart. Uh, what, what about the attitude of impending doom? That's a huge one. Yeah. I mean, you don't know what's next, especially like if you're getting out of an abusive relationship or a narcissistic relationship, because not all narcissistic relationships are abusive, but there's a lot of mental stuff that you have to yep. work through with your in your mind. And, you know, am I going to be okay? Are they going to come after me? Do I have money? Do I have this? Am I going to be able to keep my job? Are they going to come and like make a scene at my job and make it look like I'm crazy? Because they are very convincing, very convincing. So there's a lot of like, I, I always said like, I never thought about hurting myself, but I have also had that feeling like if I just wasn't here, yep. I wouldn't have to deal with it. Or That's how it starts. That's how you know. Yep. And so like, I never had like, I'm going to hurt myself, but if I just ran away, the kids would be happy because he's great to them. He's great to everybody else. Everybody sees how wonderful he is, but you know, and again, it's the things that we don't talk about. Like a lot of people have those feelings in their head. Like, yep. you know, I say, I, it's terrible to say, but walking on the earth sometimes it seems Walking off the earth seems easier than uh, going to a divorce. Correct. Yeah, yeah, because you're like, I can take one more thing. I can't find out one more thing. I can't, you know, know that I have $27 in the bank and actually survive when I'm used to having money, like, yep. you know, living a re really good lifestyle to go to. I can't afford gas because I have twenty-seven dollars in the bank because I was naive and didn't I trusted too much or I didn't get involved enough or I didn't think I was smart enough to know how to do finances or you know oh well my partner's you know loves me so that's a big deal you have to you have you have to learn to love yourself and a lot of times if you're in a narcissistic relationship or controlling or whatever you have to learn to love yourself. What about the attitude of failure? That's a big one. That was a huge, that was huge. That was, that's, I think 
one that holds you back the most because until you find your confidence that you aren't a failure just because you got divorced, um, I can I I honestly can remember being like, no, no what what's my purpose? I failed at marriage. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't seem that hard. Marriage doesn't seem that hard when you're newly in it. But Correct. you're 23, 24, you're like, shit, this fucking sucks. This is hard. And I do I make more of an effort? Am I and maybe I'm the problem. Maybe I wasn't making enough effort. Maybe I wasn't making my partner feel needed enough or but then you have to learn like were you feeling, you know, fulfilled? Were you um, also getting that from your partner and were you communicating? And like, I know in the end of my marriage, we did not communicate. It was basically, my parents had this saying, we used to have hall sex, pass in the hall and say, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. So I feel like we were doing that. Like him coming home, I'm like, oh, where could we go before he gets here? Can I make plans that like, oh, I have a PTO meeting or I this, or let me make, let me make all these plans. So we're busy, busy, busy so that we don't actually have to communicate and talk. And it was almost like a disconnect because I could not feel any more emotions than I can. I could not go through any more emotions than I had in my head. And maybe some of them were in my head and maybe if I would have just talked to him and this and that, but you know, being out of it for as long as I have. If it can work, people work it out. But if it cannot work, you need to work on how yourself. you're, you're going to move forward and stuff like that. Because no one can do it for you. Like, I mean, I like us, we can tell you a thousand times, yeah. don't stay for the kids. But when you're in it, you don't want to upset your kids because you're so upset and you're fighting all the time. You do this. They're already upset. Right. We're and if, tell you, but we're here to tell you. Yeah. It's going to turn out all right. And a lot of times too, like you don't want people to know that you're a failure. Like I worked in yeah. a school. I was the nurse. I fix people. I heal people, but I could you not can't be a failure. Yeah. I can't, I can't fix myself, but I can fix everybody else. So why would anybody listen to me if I can't fix my own marriage or if I can't, you know, get my kid dressed in the morning? Cause I'm so depressed. Like I put on such a facade of I'm okay. It's okay. Everything is okay. And it's, I think a lot of people, when they're going to divorce, that's that mask that they wear. It's okay. I'm okay. Everything's okay. Until they trust somebody or until someone triggers them. Like I can remember someone saying like, you know, Christmas is coming and I was bawling. I'm going, what does Christmas look like? It's fucking October. Like (laughs) Christmas is coming in two months or three months. I'm like, it's coming. It's coming. I'm like. I have twenty seven dollars in the bank, but um, I've got a big one for you. You ready? Yeah. This is Rachel's favorite. You ready? Oh, facts. Overthinking. (laughs) (laughs) My mind, yeah. The picture in the background—that's my brain. They Um, they have a in the Webster's dictionary. They have overthinking. There's a picture of Rachel right next to it. Yes. Yeah. I, I can think the fuck out of everything. Yeah. yeah. I can think the fuck out of overthinking of overthinking. So the, so the cure, the cure of overthinking is not giving a fuck. Yes. Yeah. So I'm healing. I'm yeah. healing. I'm so yeah. healing. Yay me. Um, you, folks. Have a nice day. Good night. <laughs> I mean, he said it all. I mean, here we go, folks. It's now just the David show. Yeah. Um, I think overthinking you think it, overthinking? No, I think I <laughs> overthinking for me was living all the scenarios in my head and hoping for the best, 
but thinking the worst. But they were all bad scenarios. There were never any good No, ones. yeah, they were never like, Glinda the Good Witch is going to come make me a wish <laughs> to meet the wizard. And no, it was never that. <laughs> I'm not going to find a pair of ruby slippers that are real rubies. No, it was never what that. The, what the fuck is a good witch? Oh, hell no. It's all bad witches. Oh, yeah. I'm, I was the one under the fucking house. I'm with the, a one, shrivel up. I'm the <laughs> one that's dreaming that the... That the that the house falls on the witch, the trailer falls on the witch, the building yeah. falls on the witch. Everything yeah, falls I'm on the, the witch. But you killed. I'm the witch. They the house landed on. Yeah, okay. that was me. Um, there was no Munchkins. I all I saw was the bottom of a house. So <laughs> I'm like, well, you great. Right across the face, bam. <laughs> the 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 late the one on the bike was going, hey, look at her, and I'm like, oh, I see, <laughs> dead. Oh, yeah. so, <laughs> no, it was so, never. Overthinking definitely was your was your biggest thing, I think. And I I think we have to overthink a little bit. You have to you have to prepare your brain. Like if I've thought about it and it doesn't happen, cool. But if I thought about it and it happens, like I'm psychic. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I, I knew this was gonna happen. I saw the signs. Well, no, I saw the bottom of the house. But well, what happens is that you start thinking negative and yeah. one thing happens pseudo negative, and then you go down that rabbit hole. Oh, yeah. Dude, I got a fucking tunnel of rabbit holes. Like, you know, when you do it on the dark web or some shit like that, you're like, hey, 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 easy on that web thing. I'm, I, (laughs) I I didn't say black web. I said dark web. Dark web. (laughs) (laughs) Because this is just people's teeth are falling out. You can't put them back in, you know. Hey, that's Um, a rabbit hole right there. Teeth are falling out. That's a dream. Like, if your teeth are falling out, it means something. Like Teeth dream. are falling out. Dogs and cats are living together. Mass hysteria. I mean, isn't that what's happening now? Like, people thinking they're dogs and cats and shit and want litter boxes in their skulls and balls? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> That's a rabbit hole. Does that? <laughs> that right there. I'm a fucking unicorn. And you better um, accommodate my unicornness or I'll poke you with my horn. If your kid is sitting in a, in, in a litter box at school, that's something wrong. If your kid, if you, cats don't go to school. <laughs> cats lick themselves at home in the windowsill. Oh, if your kid, if, if your kid thinks you're a, if they're a cat, you got some more work to do. It's called the psych ward. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm offending back anybody. Back fuck back off, because I don't give no fucks. Back to giving. Back, back to giving no fucks. Um, um, so yeah, those those are no. some, those those are the top six or or seven attitudes but, that send you down the rabbit hole, man. To do you come out this rabbit hole? But some of the some of the attitudes that lead to that darkness is, you know, complacent. Like I'm complacent because I don't want to make waves. But what is that doing? That's actually making you more mad or more sad or more like I need to get the fuck out and everything you say is pissing me off. So there's a lot of attitudes or, you know, I won't say personality because I think like throughout the day I have multiple personalities. <laughs> but um What do you mean the day the podcast here? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean we just categorize that categorize that as squirrel because yeah. there's you know whatever you know I already said it was a unicorn but I think I think we can't just say personality because I think you go through lots of emotions and daily like waking up is like look I woke up and got dressed <laughs> yay and then it's 
oh, fuck, I get a text from this one throughout the day. I don't respond fast enough, so now they're mad again, and I don't do this. And, oh, I have to go to court. Well, now I'm a fucking emotional wreck because I've already thought of all the things, like I'm going to get thrown in jail because I'm going to stab him in the eye. But, you know, so there's a lot of things that go through your head when you're a lot of different attitudes or, you know, I'm just going to say emotions because you can deal with someone else's attitudes throughout the day and you're not at the same level. So now you've just created chaos and the world has exploded. So I think healing is definitely a personal journey. Um, You learn from other people's experiences like, Hey, this is how, this is what I went through. And then, you know, the podcast, like we say this all the time, the podcast, I believe helped both of us because I don't think you thought anything was wrong. And now you deal with your shit. And then I'm like, I'm just sad all the time, but I was actually really happy, but it was bringing up stuff that I hadn't worked through and I thought I did. So I think you have to actively have an attitude for yourself, be selfish, work through the things, know that not everything's your fault, but you might be some of the issue too, because no one's perfect. And if you're having an anger day and the other person's having a good day and then you put your anger on them, now they're having a bad day. That's your fault. That's on you. And so uh, other people have to learn how to put up a shield and figure out your own healing because it is personal journey. Like even if you and your spouse are going through a divorce, you're both experiencing it differently. And perception is a big deal. We just had a conversation with last night about perception and how we've like, my kids have all gone through a divorce with their parents and each one of them has a different perception and, you know, Lance's kids and every one of them has a different perception of what it was because of where they are in their life. Or if they were at home, like my oldest one was at college. My other one was just starting college. And then my little guy's home. He's just like, you guys fought all the time. And the kids are like, well, they didn't really fight when I was there, but now they're not together. So why? So So they're totally different. So their perception of it's different. And when they talk to each other, it's like, did we, do we have the same parents? Like what the hell just happened, you know? And so I think you have to learn attitude. And if you, you, I mean, I was married 23 years. I think I knew my spouse's attitude and personalities and what I was getting. And I think I um, definitely, definitely was one of those people that was just going to Go with the flow. Not going to piss them off. I don't know what personality I'm getting today. Because sometimes I had personality too. Um, I don't know how he's going to react. I could say the same exact thing a half an hour, an hour apart, and I get two different responses. So I never knew what response I was going to get. And he may not know what response he was going to get from me if I was pissed off or I'm like, fuck off or I don't give a fuck. So, or if I'm being super nice because I don't want to fight, you know? So I think you have to check your attitude at the door and see if you're not willing to deal with it today. That's okay. Be like, you know what? I'm not ready to communicate today. That I, I, no thanks. That's not going to work for me today. So, but thanks for asking. Come on, that, that part two. Come that, on. That's your part. But thanks no, for asking. Both. Yeah, but the part two kind of sends it home. Thanks for asking. Yeah, thanks for asking. But thanks for asking. Oh. And I, I think your tone can be like sarcastic or condescending. Or you, you told me I don't. We have know to. you don't have tone. I have to have all the tone in this. Damn, and I can't sing to save my ass unless I'm in the shower or the car by myself. So, so let's talk about Rachel's parting words. What's what's your parting words? I've got some good parting words. Um, you go first then, because I always go first, and I want to end it because it's ninety nine. Oh, you took it. We got ninety nine episodes. There's something in one of those episodes that pertains to you that can help you. 
So listen to, <laughs> don't listen to all 47 is my favorite. <laughs> 74 is his favorite. 47? 47 is your favorite. My 47 is mine. 74 is yours. 74 is mine. Yeah. So um, go through the podcast. It's got some time on the way to work. Check it out because we're here to help at least one person. Yeah. And if it's you, let us know. And, you know, this week you may not be dealing with attitudes of divorce. You might be like, you know what? I give no fucks. Or you might be going, I'm dealing with a narcissist or I'm dealing with this. We have them all labeled. They are all checked up. You can find what you're looking for. Um, and, well, if you're not going to do parting words, fine. I'll do parting words. because That was my parting words. Oh, your parting words were check out that podcast that they're listening to already? Yes. Oh, I know you didn't give me that look. Because I'm about to overthink this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to overthink this shit right now. Okay, my parting my parting words are. <laughs> <laughs> Got you, didn't I? Yeah. Now, my parting words are, it's okay. Whatever your attitude is at the moment, as long as you don't stay in it. Just yeah. don't stay in the attitude that is going to derail any happiness that you are, you know, that you are going to be blessed with. You know, it takes time, but it gets better. There's going to be shit days. There's going to be good days. And hopefully the good days outweigh the, the shit days. And God learned to give no fucks. Because sometimes just being silent is saying a lot. Golden. Is Golden. Sometimes silence is just like, you know what? I'm going to let him talk or I'm going to let her talk. I'm going to let her get her shit out. Because then it's not dwelling on her insides or his insides. And then it's not going to build up. And I'm not going to be the brunt of it again. So, Feel all the feels, you know, listen to the podcast episodes that you haven't listened to before. Um, 27, it's like my favorite. Hey, listen, um, listen make sure you get your tickets to come out to the show ex. on the 11th. Listen to your soon-to-be ex or your ex, and then yeah. go get a three-piece from KFC and have a beer. That's all you got to do. Or whiskey. Yeah, or whiskey, yeah. Or vodka. Or vodka. Or yeah. don't drink too much like I did. Yeah. Um, don't, know don't your limits. But feel all the feels and whatever you're in, just don't brew in it. Don't stay in it. Try to find happiness each day a little bit more at a time. And, you know, don't let someone else's attitudes prevent Bring you from healing. Yeah. Because yep. healing is really important. And especially when you're going to start the new journey and the new dating and all that. Healing yourself first before you get out there and do anything is yeah, very hear important. hear that, people? Heal first before you get out there and do dating. Hear that? person that we discussed today who's <laughs> person needs to heal all right everybody thank you for listening episode 90 99 remember to 100 next episode is going to be a ball buster yes a ball buster 11 11 seven gates tap room seven o'clock come see us celebrate we'll have some prizes you'll see us you'll get to be in our energy touch, touch us Touch us and meet us and shake our hands. Yes. Mm, yeah, yes. touch us. Okay. And I don't know if it's that kind of show, but. Touch, touch, touch me. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're alone now. Doesn't um, be anyone around. I feel so lonely in the studio today. <laughs> Let's go to the mall. Yes, to the mall. <laughs> All right, everybody. Let's go to JC <laughs> Thank you for listening, everybody. Love you. Bye. Lauren out there. Why are you? T oh, what? <laughs> I said goodbye already. Don't make me start talking again. Don't make me start talking again. All right, everybody. Have a nice day. Bye-bye. Bye. Love you.